Sorry. <laughs> Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. How are you, T? I'm great. How are you? You're in a playful mood, I see. I know. <laughs> I got there. <laughs> I mean, listen, when Wayne Newton guest stars on an episode of the show, I think we all need to be in a playful mood. I know. But let me tell you, <laughs> when I read the title, Wayne's World, my brain went, Wayne's World, party time, excellent. Like, am I, it went there and I got really excited. And then... Dark and shame <laughs> comes in and you're like, oh, come on. <laughs> I honestly was struggling so hard to take him seriously. I know. Like, meanwhile, he's like saying really nice, sweet things. He is. And apparently, like, it's really who he is like, yeah. in real life. And I'm just like, you're a cartoon. I'm yeah. Like, who are you? It's so weird. I know. I well, Okay, look, dude, it's the white teeth and he's super fucking tan and yeah. he has the... What, what what what's that one cartoon man what is it johnny bravo but like black hair like you know what i'm saying like uh, wait isn't it called johnny bravo yeah right? he has blonde hair i know but like he has that kind of hair but his is just oh black. i see what you're saying that's oh, it gotcha. it's just like i that, just lost your metaphor yeah, somewhere sorry <laughs> i don't know just something he just looks like a cartoon he is. and mind you this is like post all that shit, like with the Vegas, with the vacation movies, like this is post all of that. This is like post his like Vegas, you know, residency yeah. time and shit. I love and Vegas all of sudden, vacation for him because of him. It's a lock of my hair. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Like, cause like in all his other acting roles, whatever they were, you know, like yeah. he kind of is not taking himself too seriously. No. And then in this one, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, wait, I'm not going to laugh. Like, oh, OK. Like, yeah. what? It was like weird. Not weird, but like just like a shock, you know, to the system a little bit. But seriously, why Wayne Newton? <laughs> well, because he's the fucking chairman of the celebrity circle for the USO. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> that's real. No, I know it's real. <laughs> but. Uh... Well, and apparent, apparently. It's not like they could get Brad Pitt. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but apparently this is a real thing. Like, no, I, yeah, this it is, is what he does. He visits families yeah. of the people in the military and delivers them messages and like, you know, gives them hope and shit. Like, I was kind of like pleasantly surprised by Wayne Newton. I was like, damn, Wayne Newton, look at you. Heart like, of gold and it's real. <laughs> yeah. Like I was, I mean, clearly this is just like more sort of of the show propagandizing if you will the yeah. anti-war and all that shit like this is you know the height of the iraq war and all that shit yeah. whatever and so clearly this is very much like a continued message of like our troops and blah 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 yeah but i mean he fucking he this is who he is in real life y'all yeah. but annie <laughs> wait wait newton's downstairs <laughs> funny no i'm not kidding <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into it. Um, this is episode 9-11, Wayne's World. Mm -hmm. um, Excellent. <laughs> all right. <laughs> the Amazon Prime spoilie is not a spoilie at all. It's Entertainer Wayne Newton guest stars. Terrible. <laughs> That's literally all they say. The DVD description, on the other hand, tells us that Lucy keeps everyone up all night after she is put on bed rest. That Martin, bitch. <laughs> 
Martin gets bad news from overseas, but a visit from a singing legend cheers him up. I love how the DVD description is trying to like be coy about who it is. You yeah. Know? <laughs> and then Amazon's like, you know what happens in this episode? Wayne Newton's in it, y'all. Go suck he it. Drop, he drops by. You want to see his tan? <laughs> it's great. So we open on a domestic scene between Lucy and Kevin. One of many we've seen since they got married of them like in bed at night or whatever. And she wakes up. She makes sure that Kevin's awake and then proceeds to yell at, at him. him. Or rather, ber- I think berate him is the right word. Like, yeah. just like a barrage of like, you know, like, you don't know my plight and you'll never understand. And don't look at me with sympathy. You don't get it. And yeah. whatever. Because she's on bed rest. So I guess after the dramatic events of the last episode. Yeah. Um, she's been put on bed rest for the rest of her pregnancy. Yeah. And she gets five minutes of walking around time a day. I can't imagine what that must feel like. Okay, so I should have done my research and I thought about it, but then I was like, fuck it. Um, help me understand bed rest because isn't that a little insane? Like, wouldn't you get bed sores if you didn't stand up and walk around yeah. for more than five minutes a day? Right? For what, presumably two or three more months? <laughs> like, yeah. That's not logical. Well, the extreme bed rest that they put her on, I have no idea if something like that is ever written up or or like instructed to a pregnant... If it's real. Yeah, I have no idea. I know bed rest is a real thing, obviously. But like five minutes, like so stringent, like that feels fake like it doesn't feel real yeah and that you might lose your shower time oh hell no carry me to the shower and i'll sit in and i'll shower no fucking a (laughs) i am not not showering for days at a time yeah like you don't smell bad you're full of shit dog i know i smell bad (laughs) that's what i would tell my husband get the hell out of here like yeah the way that i took it was like they're taking this bed rest thing way too seriously like like she is losing her shit over this bed rest which i get it it's like if it's real right yeah like, if she truly has been told by the doctor she can't walk him for more than five minutes or leave her bed for more than five minutes a day that would drive any person crazy oh yeah like it's it's loopy making i don't know do you think you'd be that crazy now with netflix i think you could manage i mean i've don't get me wrong i've done at least two days worth of that in my <laughs> life like i've not gotten out of bed for like a 48 hour period easy lucy just didn't have our level of entertainment so that's why that's she's true going crazy. all she had was magazines yeah. <laughs> Oprah me. magazines by the way um I mean, can read you get out of here I mean, can you imagine the inspirational content in the oprah magazine though no i you know yeah. <laughs> nope <laughs> i don't know i'm sorry i don't have a love for oprah like most people do i'm not saying i'm against her or whatever yeah. i just don't have that thing of like oh my god it's oprah oh. i don't care because I, I never watched her show well you would have cared if you got a car <laughs> <laughs> not if i had to pay taxes on that bitch you think i have money lying around to pay taxes on a car i don't know but you get a car <laughs> then you get a car like that's awesome you get a car I'd rather have gifts. Like, I'd rather have, like, little things than a fucking car. You take the car, you sell the car. But I can't sell it. Because mm. didn't, because the deeds, oh, no, but I guess the deed would be in my name if I'm paying taxes on it. Right? Wouldn't it? I don't know. I just remember there was a lot of controversy about those cars. Like, it wasn't as, like, cut and dry as, like, everyone got a car. Oh, damn. 
that bitch <laughs> you got a car i got a car like i much prefer ellen's thing that she does like her 12 days of christmas or whatever give me all them gifts yeah yes please. yeah give me all target give me TV. tv give me the gift cards give me the fucking grokus and the gadgets and shit i'm all about that life <laughs> God, i just can't scream for that long though because like everybody's screaming Have on you ever that been show on ellen? no i, I, I want really want to go to yeah i feel fun. like it would be such a good time yeah especially around the holidays you- oh good luck getting in on the holidays i know but you just, you, you just have to like throw your name in the hat and then they'll call you whenever they call you and if you get lucky it's the holidays good like you're lucky you're all, can i just like put a note with my name be like <laughs> look i know it's difficult just give it yeah you and everyone else in the world i know right but the but the perk is like we don't have to fly in so like we're available at a moment's notice to show up in burbank yeah. for an ellen taping like you know what i mean yeah, please please Please, please. <laughs> I just want to sit there and be part of it. I don't need anything. Just let me sit That's there. That's true, too. Like, it must be such a bummer for all those people that are in the standby room oh. where they don't get to come in, but they're there, so they keep them in the gift shop or whatever. That is such a fucking bummer, dude. I'd kill myself. I'd be like, no, I'm done. I'm going. Bye. I know. I don't want to sit in this gift shop for three hours. Like, that's not fun for me. I better be taking a book. That's for if sure. I'm not going to be in the audience. I'm not here. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, that, that, that must be a bummer. Oh, but then who knows? They must do fun things. Like, you would hope so, right? You would think, because those tapings are not short. Yeah, like, they not. must, it must be at least a couple hours of a taping each episode. Well, I don't know about each episode, but like for sure, be- I doubt that she films or like records, um, one episode a day no i know right? she does well no because they i think they do two on thursdays or something because okay. she doesn't record on fridays ah uh, okay so they only they only film four days a week that okay. much i know this turned into the ellis show <laughs> um <gasps> and well and they must do it pretty much like quote unquote live it's not a live show but they obviously like you know, fill in the commercial times and stuff. Oh, yeah, So, like, yeah. a taping probably doesn't last very much longer than, like, an hour I went anyway. to a taping of Conan. That was fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's fun. Dude, I didn't... Like, I knew he was tall. Like I said, I'm like, yeah, he's tall. He's a tree. Yeah. <laughs> he's a tree. I can tree. only imagine. Yeah, but, and he's really funny, and I... I he's just really 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 likable, and if someone tells me that they don't like him, I'm like, you guys have lost your mind. I've kind of sort of had my fill of all the late night people at this point. Like uh, I'm kind of fatigued yeah. on late night talk show hosts. Yeah, I'll be that's honest. true. Like, cause Jay Leno left. Everything was gone. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> so God. kidding. I, I, I know I you, so I know you're not serious, but like just the thought of that made me almost throw up. I'm sure every person that loves David Letterman was like, Oh, shut up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, I'll still watch, like, the highlights on YouTube and stuff, but, like, I can't, I can't yeah. really get through a full episode of any of those shows anymore. That's true. Same. It's, it, it's too much. And I'd rather be watching something else. Honestly, yeah. There's so much, like, scripted content I'd rather watch. Yeah. Like, um, any anyway. So. She's on bed rest. She's reading Oprah. Now I'm back on you. track. Thank you. So, so she's losing her or she's like going off on kevin and the whole house is awake dude because of her screaming and hearing and everything did you not realize they had moved into the house i either? didn't i didn't realize that they moved into the house it was so 
weird. They don't they don't clarify they shit. They don't clarify. You have to like piece it together over the yeah. next 15 scenes that yeah. like oh, oh that what? Oh, okay. <laughs> Cuz so the whole family is kept awake by their brother. I'm thinking they're hearing yelling. them from the garage apartment yeah, throughout that entire time. So then, so then when then we cut to the two minute scene of everybody sleeping together in the bed at the garage apartment. Yeah, I'm like, wait, so did they wait for Lucy and Kevin to go away, and then they came in here and slept? What's going on? Like the I whole know. thing was like so confusing, and then you kind of realize, okay, Lucy and Kevin have moved back into the main house while she's on bed rest. Yeah, so the garage apartment's empty. Yep. So that's where they escaped to. All the Camdens escaped mm-hmm. to there to like get away from her screaming in the middle yeah. of the night so they could get a moment's rest. Dude, just get a hotel and call it a day. Honestly, yeah. Why didn't they just put her in a hotel? I don't know. I, she can get like room oh. service. Well, well, because Annie is like wants to be doting. I know. Like, because she is not really complaining. Like, Annie's like, listen, I get it. Lucy's frustrated. I've been pregnant and I don't even know what she's going through. Like, it yeah. sucks. I'm just gonna. She, we're just. We just have to stick it out for next for the next couple of months till she gets through this because it will pass. I was kind of. I was a little surprised because I thought that maybe like Annie was gonna just be like, I don't know, just waiting for her to lose it, and she never did. No, she keeps it together. Yeah. Well, because she's also like. I mean, she's loving every minute of this. Let's, I mean, Lucy's driving everyone crazy. That's definitely true. Yeah. And no one is sleeping. And she just wants a baby thing. in the house. But yeah, yeah, but Annie's like kind of like. But Annie, you've had, you have go. seven. You have seven. Isn't <laughs> it enough? I know. It's really funny. There's this really. So then. So Annie sets her up with a baby monitor that apparently is a one-way baby monitor. Seriously. Like, you would expect it to be a walkie-talkie or whatever. Yeah. So, so they're in the kitchen. Annie's, like, making sandwiches or whatever, and Lucy's just, like, giving her orders. Like, I need my shirt. The blue one. The one in the maroon. Blah, 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 blah. I need magazines. I need towels. I need whatever. And they can't talk back to her. So she's like, Mom, hello, hello. And it's like, God damn it, Lucy. Like, Wait, what do you want? Like, give her a minute to either get upstairs and respond to you or something. Like, she, yeah. she can't talk back to you on the fucking monitor. Again, this show, the way it shits on females is getting annoying. The I way know. they shit on Mary and the way that they make Lucy this crazy, needy, extreme, I don't know, just whatever. Kevin calls her crazy again. In this yes, episode. and it is frustrating. It drove me and, up a wall. But like... Fuck you, Seventh Heaven. I'm sorry for you to draw out a character this way. Yeah, it's it's not not funny. Yeah, it's It's just annoying. And like, I don't sympathize with her. I'm I'm thinking, shut up, Lucy. And like, I should sympathize with this woman. She's on bed rest and she's past seven months pregnant. Well, and but she shouldn't be annoying either. Is the problem? Like, like they're painting her as this annoying, crazy person. But they've been painting her this way before she even got pregnant, right? But, But even in this moment, like. Like, she went through a serious medical concern. Yeah. Okay? Now she's been put on medical bed rest. Rather than make her this crazy cartoon of a woman, just make it be real for her. Give her moments where she's, like, frustrated and, yeah. and it sucks, but she knows she can't do much about it, so she deals with it, and then maybe she lets her anger out. But, like, why does she have to be yelling and screaming yeah. and freaking out and being annoying to everybody in her family? Why can't she just be frustrated and yeah. have it be real? Of I, like, I appreciated you know? the shit-talking she gave to Eric. Like, okay, maybe I should go. Yeah, you should. Like, I appreciated that side of Lucy. Like, 
a little snarky, just frustrated, annoyed, because I can believe that. I believe that sometimes you do take it out on the people that you love, right? And and it's like I said, in my notes I wrote, I appreciate Lucy's sentiments, just not the volume. Yeah. Like, she didn't have to be yelling and screaming in the middle of the night. She should have the the wherewithal to modulate herself. And honestly, Camden's, this is a non-issue for you. Talk to her like a human being. Tell her, that she's screaming and yelling and keeping everybody up. Don't just be like, well, that's Lucy. We just got to deal with it for two months. Again, why can't you guys talk to each other? Yeah. Why, do you, why, why do we have to treat people like they're like these like loose cannons that can't be dealt with like human beings? Like, what are we doing? Well, and what does that say about you guys as a family? That you can't like talk to each other and get on the same level and be like, listen, we cool, dude? Cool. Yeah. We're fucking family. Like, oh my gosh. I don't know. Whatever. I again, I can actually deal with Lucy giving people attitude, but especially like when she does it on a better volume, like you said, Mm -hmm. I can deal with it and I can appreciate it because it's just like, okay, show me what she's actually going through, how she is being maybe snarky or rude or she's just so frustrated that she is truly taking it out on everybody. That's fine. I'm all for it. Okay. You're showing me her struggle. Yeah. Yeah. You're showing me her struggle. And clearly it's a struggle. And, yeah. And, and I can appreciate that. Yeah. But again, when you got like the, that many people in the house plus five-year-olds. I know. I know you wouldn't keep up a five-year-old. I know. I know that. And they're in the room next door to yours. Come on. Fool. Because yeah. they're in Simon's room. Yeah. Fucking fools. So anyway, so long story short. Lucy's like driving everyone crazy. Not least of all, Martin. Martin's acting a fool in this episode too. Oh yeah, like, he's just he's just pissed at life and pissed at everybody. He's pissy. He's lashing out at Ruth. He's like Lucy, but not pregnant. <laughs> well, but worse because he's like angry. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Lucy's like frustrated and sort of at the end of her rope or whatever but martin is like angry apparently he's been fight causing fights with the mascot during games yeah and like failing papers and like getting yeah. bad grades and stuff and treating everybody at the house like like a total jerk like short fuse just like whatever and not explaining why and and everyone's like sort of assuming or chalking it up to lack of sleep but multiple times Ruthie and Mac are like, this isn't just about Lucy. Like, yeah. what is going on with you, fool? It's the one time that we actually saw Mac be a friend. I'm actually, I was impressed by Mac in this episode, I have to say. Like, I, you know, recently just had a conversation on Instagram, too, about Mac. Like, why is he even his friend? Well, why oh. is Martin even his friend? Right. But, like, well, this. You know, but like for like the shit starter that he is. He and he is a shit starter because he's Mac and Ben need to be the best of friends. <laughs> they need to be best friends. Yeah. No, that's a dangerous pair. <laughs> Mac and Ben show. Anyway. <laughs> or Ben and Mac. Which sounds better? Mac, Mac and ben? ben. Ben and Mac. Mac and Ben. Mac and Ben. Mac and better. Ben sounds good. Okay. Yeah. All right. We made a show for you guys. Think about it, Brenda Hampton. Spin off. Yeah. Um, but again, yeah, it's for all the shit talking that we kind of did about Max saying like what a tool he can be at oh, times. I still reserve the right to consider him a tool, but in this episode, episode yeah, he yeah. impressed me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay, you have some good in you, kid. Like, well, I just saw a side of him where I was like, oh, he legitimately cares about his friend. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. he's not just 
he's not just a dude bro you know yeah, like no. whatever like he he's, he's a, concerned he's arguing with the other guy on the team and he's basically he's like dude coach is right there don't do this in front of him yeah you know oh my god that we have to play that scene oh please do all three of these boys suck at acting thank you so hard but i don't know if i don't know if it's the dialogue or if it's the acting or just both or what but this scene maybe of a, like do you think it's maybe like the acting plus editing uh, I don't. I didn't notice the editing being much different than normal. Okay, maybe I, I, I genuinely think it was the lines that they had to say, mm. but also just their delivery of them. So, like, basically, oh yeah, Lucas, <laughs> Nick. No, wait. There's Lucas. Who's Lucas Nick? was the actor that played Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to read X-ray. <laughs> I'm like, you're lucky I even knew that, dude. Dude, thank you. Because <laughs> um, I'd be sitting here like, who the fuck is Lucas? <laughs> um, no, so basically, Martin's at practice, and he gets into it with this kid, Nick, because they're they like but like they, they they literally run into each other both going for a ball and then yeah. they both drop it or whatever yeah so then nick's all like that was my fucking ball bro stay in your lane and martin's like i called it bro and they nick's like, fuck oh, on seventh heaven? yeah exactly <laughs> so then they have it out so then that's when the coach like basically benches martin yep and then he's like talk to me after practice or whatever and then at the in these in his office after practice the coach basically suspends Martin temporarily off the team. He's a douche until anyway. his attitude cl- changes or whatever. Yeah. So, but then Nick makes matters worse for himself because, like, why do you have to come up at this point? Why can't you just shit, like, su- shut the okay. fuck up and sit your ass down? And 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 fuck you, Nick. See, I got his name right. <laughs> fuck you, Nick. You grab Martin by the collar, bro. He fucking grabbed him. I was there for it. I was like, what the fuck. Nick? Because it was... No, Martin's gonna get in trouble over this shit? Okay, no matter what... Yes, violence is never the answer. Okay, I can preach this all day. But that's besides the point. Martin is already losing his shit. Yeah. Nick, you are just Just aggravating and adding fuel to that fire. Right? Yeah. Why? 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 Do you... Because they're 16-year-old idiot boys. That have no common sense. Yeah, clearly. Uh You need to get it together for the good of the team. We need you out there. Yeah, you need me out there because you can't cover your position. What'd you say? You heard me. It's not me that needs to get it together. It's you. You don't want to go down this road. What road would that be? The uh, truthful road? Because you know I'm right? Back off. Hey, Martin. Nick. You should have backed off out there on the field, and you need to back off now. I'm not the one with the problem, so you back off. You ever pull anything like you did today in a real game, and it won't be the mascot who'll be kicking your butt. It'll be me. Martin, just walk. What are you, his girlfriend? This isn't your business, so butt out. I'm out of here. Do we have an understanding? Get out of my way. Or what? Or I'll make you. I don't think so. Hey, guys, come on. Don't do this. The coach is watching. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so bad. It's better without, like, watching. It's just so funny. I know. And and when you listen back to it, honestly, it's probably just Nick that sucks the most. Yeah. (laughs) What are you, his girlfriend? Like, I don't know the way You don't want to go down this road. What road is that? The road of me helping you guys out? I was like, oh, Martin, you can't. Right? Oh. <laughs> guys, stop. No. Hello. Not in front of- <laughs> and then, yeah, and then Max, like, just there. He's like, guys, don't. The coach is there. Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> it's like another dare ad, but, like, how to not fight. 
or how to fight i don't know <laughs> so bad whatever guide you wanted to put it under but yeah that's terrible <laughs> it's such a like lame Fuck you, martin scene. he told you that he wanted you on the team not to kick you out you little shithead i know i know well whatever so but he martin grabbed him by the collar in, like martin takes the bait and steps in it yeah and punches this motherfucker so then he's like really in trouble uh-huh. so then that's when mac takes it upon himself to go visit Eric and be like, dude, you need to talk to your boy over here because something's up with this kid. And like, I've tried to talk to him. I don't know what's going on, whatever. Meanwhile, Ruthie, who's had it up to here with fucking Martin, like refuses to take rides for him from him, refuses to engage with him on any level is just like, you're a jerk. Leave me the fuck alone. You're being a pissant. Like, I don't want to deal with you. Whatever. So then, Annie has her putting laundry away so she puts his pile of laundry in his room and accidentally like activates the screen on his computer accidentally accidentally and reads an email (laughs) because she she actually the screen comes up and she's like "Ooh, oh no yeah (laughs) like you don't have to read it but anyway so she reads an email and then Basically, she and Mac at the same time are approaching Eric and being like, I know what's wrong. Or Mac's like, you need to help him. And Ruthie's like, I know what's wrong with Martin. And it's because he got an email from his dad saying that his tour of duty has been extended. Yeah. And so he's not coming home as early as he initially thought. Yeah, I can't imagine that. I mean, I'd probably be the worst person to come across if i had found out that my parents or mom or dad doesn't matter wasn't coming home when we expected and 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 obviously like the show because you know we have to get meta about it or whatever eric's like yeah you know i've been hearing that's all that that's been happening to a lot of people in the army or whatever because they're trying to make a statement yeah but um but also too eric brings up a good point which is that he didn't even know how soon his dad was slated to come home. Yeah. Like he was supposed to be home like in February, which is like a couple of months away or whatever. And obviously now it's been extended, but like, which is why it's so heartbreaking. I think for Martin, because like here he is counting the days, like really excited. And then it all comes, you know, falls apart for him. Not to mention that soon he's going to be 18 and like, it yeah. all kind of, you know, the the dynamic changes, everything. It's, I can't imagine. I also kind of figured it must be about his dad because that's the only time Martin would ever act out like this. Like, that's what true, else would it right? be about a girl? <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> Unless it was Ruthie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, so then Martin comes downstairs as, as the truth is coming out or whatever. So he finds out that like Ruthie and Mac have both like violated his like trust or whatever. Yeah. And kind of like, um, blows up over it again. Blows up is kind of a hard word. He just punched a kid. This is a little more like serene, but still, and it's again, you can't help but like laugh at it. Kind of. I know we should probably talk. Oh, is that because my former best friend told you that I got suspended from the team or because he told you about my D in history? Or do you want to talk about my dad now that the family spies reported in? Martin. I can't believe this. You're scolding me. She broke into my room. Let's go upstairs and talk. Let's not. Why didn't you tell me about your father? Apparently in this house, I don't need to tell anybody anything. I just have to wait for my best friend to wrap me out, Ruthie to break into my room, and report on what she's discovered. He's not wrong. wrong. Yeah, it's pretty true. Like I love, I love how she calls him, or ca- he calls her the family spy. Now, now that the family spy has reported on me or whatever, yeah. like it's true. I mean, you know, this is 
this keeps happening to him, you know, yeah. like he keeps become like getting put in these compromising situations where he doesn't get to handle things in his own way or on his own timetable or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. So then, and then Eric chases him upstairs and once again, Martin is really good at putting Eric in his place. Dude, I know. I can. I was digging those lines that he Cause Eric served. Because like, Eric's like, oh, like, I know what you're going through. My dad, whatever. He's like, enough about your fucking dad, okay? Yeah. Like, I get it. He's a Marine just like mine. But, like, he was home most of the time. And also, when he wasn't home, your mom was there. I have nobody. I have no family. I don't know if I'm ever going ever gonna to see my dad again. So, like, no, you don't know what I'm going through. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> I think... You know, that part was interesting, but you know it was my favorite? Tell me. Are you here for you or for me? That Oof. was my favorite yep. line. I was like, yes. I was like, talk about like, mm, the meatiness. That line was my favorite. I'm so good. Every time Martin blows up at Eric, I'm here for it. Like, I'm always like, do you, yes, do you good think, points. Do you think Martin is voicing exactly what the audience feels <laughs> Probably, but I also think too, like Martin's an interesting character because he's in this unique position where, you know, he doesn't really need the Camdens. No, he doesn't, right? I mean, because he has a he has a trust one, right? And he's he's already seventeen. He's yeah. obviously proven himself to be capable of like taking care of himself and stuff. Like he's he's not like other people they've taken in where their life would be falling apart if they didn't have a roof. Yeah, like and the Robbie cabinets, or like Robbie or like Tara Lipinski or whatever. Oh, you know, God. like he's in a unique position where he has the I don't know if right is the right word, but like you know he's got the the cachet and the position to kind of yeah. like to to sort of like push the Camdens away, even though he obviously is grateful for them. Yeah, exactly. And respects them and like cares about them and stuff. He can still sort of keep them at arm's length and say things like this to Eric yeah. and mean it yeah. and have and have Eric like internalize it and go like okay, I'm going to walk away. You know, I'm, I'm not going to force the issue. I'm just going to yeah. walk away. Like, it's a, it's a unique thing that we've never really seen happen on the show where somebody could put fucking Eric in his place and be like, yeah, you know? Like, He's like, did it hurt? Good. But then, but then the problem too with Martin or with things like this, what that Martin does is like, he's, it's always coming from an angry place. And then it's, it always me- requires him to like end up apologizing in the end. Because I'm sorry. I'm really happy to be anger. part of your family. Yeah. Which it, that gets a little old, you know, and yeah. like Martin should know better by now, you know, that. Yeah. To, than to blow up only to have to apologize later. You You've know? only been living with the Camdens for mm, about a year. Uh, you should you <laughs> yeah. should get your shit together by now. Yeah, like you should know your patterns and kind of you yeah. know deal with it and kind of thing. But still, though, dog. it makes for good television when he gets to say those kinds of things. That's you're true. Like, Fucking a. I get excited. <laughs> yeah, that didn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, you're no Ruthie, right? <laughs> so. So while he and Eric are having this, you know, this, you know, war of words or whatever, Annie comes rushing upstairs. Oh, yeah. She's like, like, Wade Newton's downstairs for you. Yep. (laughs) 
He's like, ha, that's cool. So Eric's like, okay. And then they come downstairs and it's indeed Wayne Newton. Yeah. Like in the flesh. And this is where I'm saying like he's a fucking cartoon. Like yeah. the fact that these words come out of his mouth, mm-hmm. dude. I, I can't believe you're here in, in Glen Oak and in our house. <laughs> well, I am here and I am Wayne Newton. Uh, do you want me to sing Donkey Shane for you? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, oh. I'm not going to sing unless you pay me. No, I'm kidding again. I'm kidding. Are you? I, I just got back from the Middle East, and frankly, I'm still a little punchy. Is there anything I can do for you, Mr. Newton? It's Wayne, please. Uh, and it's not what you can do for me, but maybe what I can do for you. Uh, I have a message for Martin Brewer from his father. I just got back from the Middle East and I'm still a little, a little punchy. punchy? <laughs> what does that mean? Well, especially when Martin's like, what were you doing in the Middle East vacation? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but okay, that part, like him with Martin, yeah. I loved. It's this scene downstairs where he's like making jokes about getting paid to sing Dunk Shane. Well, I'm like, who are you? Well, I think it's because they're like, dude, let's not avoid that. It is Wayne Newton and let's yeah, just let's play like, into let, it. Yeah, let's like walk into the joke or whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. It, but at the same time, you're like, um, it's it, a, it is a bit much. Let's like, be real. It is. Okay, what the hell? And then tonal shift major when he goes to Tres and talks to Martin about how he saw his dad and why he does what he does and, you know, mm-hmm. why it's so important to him and da da da. And he basically tells him that, like, this is, you know, he does this. Like, he visits the families of people who are yeah. serving and brings them, like, he gives Martin, like, a stack of letters, presumably that his yeah. father has written, you know? Um, like, it's really, like, a cool thing. Yeah, it is pretty cool. It's, 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 it's fucking awesome. It's it's pretty beautiful, really. Yeah. Like, I mean, because Wayne Newton doesn't have to do shit. Like, mm-hmm. he can just, he yeah. could be the biggest, like, dildo. He, all he has to do is sit and, like, have his whole world fall around him. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, he could have whatever girls he wants. He could have whatever he wants at any time to snap his fingers. He can live in a gold yep. palace for all he cares. And he's fucking touring, doing Iraq tours and shit, you know? And, like, yeah. and, like visiting random strangers in Glen Oak or whatever, you know? Now I'm going like, to listen to some Wayne Newton. <laughs> Yeah, so it's pretty cool. Um, pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. So then <clears throat> um, Martin apologized to, apologized to Ruthie, apologizes to Eric and Annie and everything. And then he goes to the promenade to apologize to the coach. Yep. And, you know, the coach basically tells him, like, listen, like, um, like I get it. Like, I know, you know, I know that your dad, like, like the dad thing is a hard thing for you or whatever. But, like, you got to, like learn how to deal dude because like this is real life or whatever and then martin's like wait how'd you know about my dad and he's like why don't you ask him and then max standing there yeah so i really loved this moment between mac and martin Mm. like they he comes up and max like listen like i'm not your best friend anymore but like you know like do you want to like go shoot some pool or like he he kind of like tries to like test the waters a little bit with Martin, you know and martin's like all right cool and they like pound it out whatever and then um, and then they start talking about girls and of like, course. like they just fall right back into their rhythms with mm-hmm. each other. And like, it's, it's cute. Um, and again, I, I feel like I, my heart goes out to Mac in this episode. Like, I think he was a really good friend here. Yeah, and he did. Played he it cool up. and did, did, did what he thought was right. Yeah. And 
you know, and Martin, thankfully, like, recognized that in the end with a cooler head, you know, and yeah. was able to, like, appreciate that, that his friend cares about him like that or whatever. And all's well in La La Land. Mm-hmm. So then, meanwhile, Lucy's whole deal is... <clears throat> Other than being on bed rest. Other than being annoyed that she's on bed rest, really the crux of the matter is this. She is letting this bed rest thing defeat her. Yeah. She is, she's not only frustrated and annoyed that she's on bed rest, she's also like letting it like trample her like goals and dreams for herself. Yeah. She had a plan, dude. She was going to power through this pregnancy, finish school, do the church work, do all the things that she would that she was doing and she yeah. wasn't going to slow down. And all of a sudden the bed rest happened and she allowed herself to pump the brakes. Yeah. And so this advisor is calling her and telling her like you know, if you don't turn in this paper on time, you're not going to graduate this yeah. this semester or whatever and kevin's like you know do it <laughs> like what you know whatever and she's like no it's fine whatever like i don't care it's fine i'll just graduate when i graduate i guess it'll be in june i don't whatever i can't do my paper on bed rest anyway yeah. and it's like yes you can loose like what do you mean <laughs> like sit there and write your fucking paper like uh, yeah do it like don't but, let this thing defeat you then it wins you know yeah but like, i want that spirit in her but that's why I hate to say it like mm. to heal yourself. Sometimes it helps to have another cheerleader and like Kevin there kind of stood up for her or stood up for her, but like, you know, just has her back saying you had a plan. I want to help you like achieve this plan and I'm not going to let you stop because if she decided like she, full, she wanted to stop this, she didn't give a shit if she didn't look all whiny and mopey, I don't think that then, okay, whatever, whatever to Kevin. But because he knows that she wants to finish it, she he knows that this is what she wants, he's not going to let her give up. And that's what helps, man, when he's like, I'm going to do it. But he didn't have to deliver that stupid crazy line before he went upstairs. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. So he goes to the library, picks up a bunch of her books and stuff. and to then, reference and mm-hmm. whatever. And then goes upstairs and gives her this pep talk, like you said. Yeah. And my favorite part was he's like, he's like, if you don't do it, I'm going to do it. And then you better hope I don't I don't fail your paper and make you lose your grade point average yeah, or whatever. Right? You know? So that puts a smile on her face. And then apparently she does it all in one night. Like, yeah. okay, winning. It flowed out of her. And then she falls asleep, which is the kicker because yeah. she hasn't, she herself hasn't been sleeping. That's why That's, she's busy driving everyone yeah. crazy in the middle of the night. So she tired herself out. She fell asleep. She did her paper. And then all of a sudden, the next day, or however many days later or whatever, <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the part. Where I'm just like, this show is such a fucking snow globe town. Like, what is happening? And what really matters in the end? Was it about (laughs) Lucy or was it about Martin? Who was it really about? What was this episode really about? Because when Lucy... Lucy. (laughs) Yeah. It's always about Lucy. It's always about Lucy, right? (laughs) Wait, Newton. Who gives a shit Wayne Newton walked in? It's all about fucking Lucy getting her day in the sun because... 
Kevin pulled a few strings or whatever. A thousand got, of them. Well, actually, I think it was Annie, right? Or Eric that pulled the whatever. Dean string. The fucking Camden's man. Whatever. Somehow they got the dean of the fucking school to come into the backyard and set up a, a graduation. Right. A rehearsal for everyone else, but a real graduation for Lucy in which she's going to earn her diploma yep. and quote unquote be, walk across the stage slash be carried by Kevin yeah. across the stage to receive it in her full cap and gown and whatever and she does that and then we zoom in on her and Kevin's faces uh-huh. first of all have you noticed Kevin does not look good when he's smiling real big uh-huh. he looks like a fucking like terrifying clown when he's smiling <laughs> like in earnest he does not look happy anyway so he's smiling really big she's smiling ear to ear and she says this y'all I did it. I'm a graduate. <laughs> I did it. What? What is this? A fucking technical college commercial? Like, I did it. I'm a graduate. She might as well put a thumbs up and then the freeze frame. Like, oh, right. What the fuck? Yeah, this is this is the scene when the show uh, cringe really lost me. I couldn't believe what was happening. I legit. I was like. I can't believe they're doing a whole graduation scene in the fucking backyard. And that people, her classmates were like, sure, we'll come to the Camden house and rehearse graduating. What? What is this? Why not? Why not just tell her what grade she got and be happy and just to say that I mean, like, you did it. She didn't walk across the fucking stage. She's still getting a diploma. Do you know how many people don't walk at their graduation? Yeah. Yeah. Like, get over it. Who cares? Also, is this her undergraduate degree? Right? Isn't it? I don't know, because she was wearing, like, she had, like, the collar around her neck and everything and her cap and gown. Like, it felt maybe like it was, a uh, like, a graduate degree, like a master's or something. I don't know. I don't think. No way. She's younger than Matt. Sure. But how old is she? She 24? Wh- no. She's younger than that, babe. No, she's not. She she's has not to be younger than six that. years younger than Matt. Not six. Okay, hold on. When we first met Matt, how old was he? I think Matt isn't Matt twenty eight. No, no, no. Oh, uh-uh. how old is Matt? Twenty four. Is he twenty four? He's probably like twenty five, twenty six, maybe. Okay, so she's twenty two. Yeah, like okay, then it is her undergrad. Yeah, I, I don't think she's older than. Gotcha. gotcha yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Why did I think Matt was 28 in my head? I must have just made up a number. It's because you're hoping. <laughs> hoping what? I don't know. That he's still younger than me? Like- it's just like one of those things. Like, you know, whenever you're like, when do you think men are like probably hot around that time? We're like, mm, 28. Yeah, it looks good. I don't know. I've never found. I don't even know what 28 looks like. I don't know how to explain it. But it's like whenever you look at a character, you're kind of like imagining like a sexy age for them and it doesn't make sense but somehow you're imagining a number oh i see like you're just mm, like i'm matt to me has always looked in his 20s yeah so <laughs> yeah, yeah, i yeah. mean well he, he was probably like 30 at the time of yeah. this anyway like in real life oh his poor hair like just no not not his poor hair like i mean it's just so cute that he's trying to grow it back and slick it i'm like yeah man just fucking age just do it man he looks good he looks as good 
post-cancer as he Dude. ever did. No, he, lo- he looks the good right now. Fine. No, he looks good. And it's like his... Ugh, God, when he smiles, it's cute. It's just no. cute. He's, I just... He does. He melts my heart. Like, I have such a soft spot for Matt. Well, you know, every time he comes on the screen, we're like, Maddie! We're like, fuck the show, Maddie! It's terrible. <laughs> I know. Like, Poor even, guy. Like, even just, like, that little moment, like, it was just, like, him, like, you know, I don't know. Eating there. cereal? Yeah. It's just cute. Anyway, so... Enough of the Matt show. So, yeah. So, she graduates. She crushes life. This was the last episode of 2004. So, it was, like the like, right before their... Month, two month long hiatus. Yeah, because this was like end of November. They don't come back till end of January. So this was like a kind of decent note to go out on. I thought you know, yeah. like big milestone moment for Lucy, um, milestone moment for Martin because now it means he's not going anywhere for a while. You yeah. know what I mean? Because like his contract is set. Yeah, exactly. Like if his dad was going to come home soon, who knows what he, what's going to happen? But yeah. we know he's going to be sticking around for at least the, as the rest of the season or whatever. Yep. So Oop. big moment for them. And yeah, I mean. I mean, I guess we can just get into ratings unless you have any straight observations. No. Nope. Okay. You want to rate it? Yeah. I, a part of me wants to give this a thumb up and a thumb down, mm-hmm. but I can't. <laughs> okay. Two thumbs down. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I can't help it. I don't know. Just something just doesn't sit right. I get it. That's all. I'm going to give this two thumbs up. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know why like I I quite enjoyed this episode like okay. I mean for and because the things that I didn't enjoy were funny to me like uh. like the terrible acting with Nick you know like the just like the the cartoonishness of Wayne Newton like to me like those things like were funny and enjoyable in that way where I was like laughing at the show or whatever you know so I like think you've been fatigued <laughs> What do you mean? Like they wore me down? Yeah. <laughs> I think the show did its purpose. Maybe. <laughs> now everything is going to be terrific. <laughs> well, let's not go crazy. All I right. feel like I'm still watching it with a discerning eye. Okay. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. I didn't hate this episode. I liked the Martin, Matt, I liked the Martin and Mac dynamic. I liked, yeah. you know, I liked that lucy as crazy quote unquote as she was like i i appreciated her sentiments like i'm i'm with her on her sentiments and there's also a moment in there where she's like legitimately scared and you get the sense that like this is like she's not she's she's lashing out because she's scared Mm. about her situation you know oh yeah and i don't know like i'm like I don't know. I was kind of into this episode. Whatever. Mm-hmm, okay. I'm not going to apologize for it. And, and you don't have to. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, I think that about does it. I think so. Yeah. So as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. All you of can, them. <laughs> you can find us at the number four heaven's sake pod on all the social medias. Or send us an email at show at gmail.com. And um, also, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash the number four heaven's sake pod, um, where if you subscribe, you'll become an honorary heaven head and get access to two bonus episodes a month of live commentary on movies that T has seen 
that I have not. It's a boatload, let me tell you. <laughs> There's so many. Just the other day, we were hanging out, and we and movies kept coming up. And we were like, add that to the list. Yep. <laughs> like, in fact, Wayne's World is actually one we can add to the list. What? Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wayne's World. Sorry, okay. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, that's patreon.com slash number four heaven's sake pod. And until next time, bye. Bye.